Me and my wife decided to try to homeschool. Yeah, homeschool. Yeah, that's... Christian comedian Michael Jr. But we found out that when you homeschool, they don't leave. (laughs) Did you know that? Like, they were still there. So then we found out the family down the street, they actually homeschool, and they've been doing it for a while, and they're really good at it. So we're going to see if we can get our kids to transfer to their Michael Jr. and his wife have five kids, and Michael's our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Scotty Campbell. And I'm Phil Fleischman. A big part of Michael Jr.'s story is a reminder for the new year that God will use anyone and the gifts he's given them to tell the world about Jesus. And Michael Jr. does it in a way that often makes people laugh. GPS. God. People. Stories. Michael Jr. knew comedy before he knew Christ. He discovered his gift for comedy as a 14-year-old boy in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He'd gone to the movies and something happened to the projector. So the house lights came up. Then one of his friends dared him to go down in front and entertain everyone in the theater. He did. And the crowd loved him. I noticed when I moved to Los Angeles, I noticed everybody there drinks bottled water. I'm not paying for no water. It's free. (laughs) And they try to tell me the California tap water is bad for you. I've been drinking the tap water since I moved here. I haven't noticed any problems with me. Not to mention, I've been drinking the tap water since I moved there. I haven't noticed any problems with me. Today, Michael performs at some of the most well-known and influential comedy clubs in the country. He's also been on numerous TV talk shows, and he was recently in the faith-based film War Room. War Room is about the power and importance of prayer. I would say the movie like this is important because people forget. Sometimes we had a tendency to want to use our own, our own abilities to pursue things, but there's always something going on behind the scenes or in the spiritual before it actually shows up in the natural. And if we could deal with the spiritual first, the natural, we wouldn't have as much of a fight. When I asked Michael how he came to faith in Christ, well, you can hear how that went. So your question is, how did I come to faith? So what happened was, um, it's the same thing for black people. You just believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. I don't know if you you know that or not. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a church in New York, Brooklyn, New York, a guy was up on stage, he was talking about Jesus in a way that I clearly understood it. So I told myself, I want that, but I told myself I had to read the whole Bible before I went up there because I didn't know if there was going to be some catches or some rules. I knew some Christians before, but they were a little creepy. So I read the whole Bible. I mean, I was really digging into the world at this point because I wanted to finish the Bible before I went up to the altar. So it took me two and a half months to finish reading the Bible. Then I ran up to the, to the altar on Sunday morning, almost during the announcements at the beginning. I was like, hey, let's do this. I'm ready. I was intrigued by Michael's decision to read the entire Bible before making his decision to follow Christ. So I asked him what he came away with after reading it. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I read the whole thing. I didn't understand 98.7% of it. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand it. But I told myself I wanted to, because as a child, I had a hard time reading, and even as an adult. So the Bible was so big. But I read the whole thing, even though I didn't understand most of it. I remember reading, the biggest thing I took away was in Matthew, where it said, Jesus died for me. I didn't even know that Jesus died for me until I was 27 years old. I literally didn't know. I'd been to church. People were screaming and yelling. Nobody was teaching in a way that I could understand it. So I remember reading in Matthew that he died for me and I was blown away. I didn't know. 
But Michael Jr.'s not knowing wasn't because he had never gone to church. I did go to church as a kid, but it was weird. I didn't understand it, so I stopped going when I was 14 years old. And then my life was still, like I wasn't, like I don't have that story where somebody was out there on drunk and drinking and crazy. doing. Dr- I've never done drugs. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never, the only alcohol I ever had was a, had a bottle of NyQuil once. So that wasn't my story at all. Yeah. I flew under the radar. So when people would tell me, I'd hear those crazy stories about people being on drugs and they found Jesus or somebody almost died or something and they found Jesus. It didn't really apply to me because I wasn't in any of those circumstances. So I didn't really need it. But then once somebody just explained it to me in a clear way that I could clearly understand, I was like, yo, I absolutely need this. Now, not only does Michael go to church, he does comedy there. You know, I do events all over the country, Friday night, Saturday night, but I also do Sunday morning services all over the country as well. So it'll actually be comedy on Sunday, and then there's always a really cool impromptu message that happens. And then as a result, um, we sometimes will do an altar call and then see some pretty pretty cool results as a result of that. Love doing comedy at churches. I do comedy all over. I'm at the casinos. I'm at uh, the clubs, churches, and when I'm at the club and I say I do comedy at churches, they're like, what, churches chicken? <laughs> they don't even know that people at church know how to laugh, which is weird. So some people might be surprised to learn that Christians have a sense of humor, but Michael says he also had some things to learn about faith and comedy. I realized that comedy, I used to think it was the thing, like I am a comedian. It's not really the case at all. God has given me this ability to make people laugh and the laughter or the comedy is really a seasoning for the truth of the word of God. So instead of looking at myself as a comedian, I look at myself as a, um, a comedic communicator. And it just so happens one of the things I love communicating the most is the truth about what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. Just to be clear, in case somebody's like, yeah, go Buddha. Like he said, Michael Jr.'s a comedic communicator. Before I thought I was just funny, but now through my relationship with God, I understand that I'm funny for a reason. Like there's reason behind this funny. My whole thing is to catch him with the comedy and keep him with the truth. And the truth is, well, hopefully you know it. If not, it's a little weird that you work for Billy Graham. <laughs> so. Michael Jr. understands that God wants each of us to use the gifts he's given us for his glory. If God can use, I mean, I always look at the Bible and I remember God used a donkey. I'm like, if he use a donkey, I hope he can use me. If not, what am I doing wrong? We gotta shine. We gotta shine. And you got more to offer than all the world to bring. We gotta shine. Would you like to learn more about using the gifts God's given you? Or would you just like to know more about knowing God? You'll find answers to both of those at our website, billygramradio.org. A good place to start is at the Grow Your Faith tab. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. We'll hear a little more from Michael Jr. in just a moment. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. We rode with a taxi man yesterday here in this city, and I wish you, he, he said, you been down there to hear that Graham fella? Billy Graham. And uh, I said, uh, yes, I said, uh, I said, uh, I was down there the other night. 
And uh, he said, uh, he said, where are you from? I said, uh, North Carolina. He said, y'all got any problems down there? I said, we have a few. Well, he said, I want to tell you this city's in one lousy mess. And then he began to tell us how bad it was. Well, you know, the Bible teaches that we're in for trouble. We're in for judgment, convulsions, tribulation. But the Bible tells us that beyond that is the coming again of Christ when Christ is going to sit on the throne and rule the world. I'm looking forward to that day. I've been planning on it for years. And the Bible says that when we receive Christ as our Savior, we become members of His body, we become a joint heir with Christ, we become a child of God, and we are going to reign with Him when He comes into His kingdom. Maybe I'll be mayor of New York at that time, I don't know. Now, I think you took that wrong too. I'm not running for any office, now or never. I'm trying to promote one man for everybody to vote for, and that's Jesus. And that's what Billy Graham's son, Franklin Graham, is going to be doing with the Decision America Tour throughout most of 2016. He's promoting Jesus Christ ahead of the 2016 elections. Franklin's planning on visiting each of the 50 state capitals. At each stop, he's going to hold a prayer rally and share the message of Jesus. He's also going to, as he puts it, challenge Christians to boldly live out their faith at home, in public, and at the ballot box. You can find all the information about the Decision America Tour with Franklin Graham, including how you and your church can be involved, at DecisionAmericaTour.com. That's DecisionAmericaTour.com. So you got to hear a little bit of Michael Jr.'s comedy earlier in this episode of GPS, but it's so good we just have to share some more. So here he is in one of his stand-up routines talking about Jesus' younger brother, James, and how hard life must have been for him. Jesus was tempted for 40 days in the desert. 40 days. The devil said, I'll give you anything you want. Jesus went 40 days and said, no. I bet James, when he got tempted too, came back in three hours. Man, shoot. Don't be judging me, man. Because you know how little brothers are. That's what they do. Little brothers follow their big brother everywhere. If Jesus went there, so did James. They just, he followed him. I bet one time James almost drowned. See, because... Jesus walked on water. James tried to do this. That's him swimming out. Great stuff from Michael Jr. Thanks for being with us for this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. We want to thank Michael Jr. for sharing his time and his humor. And we want to thank Micah Tyler for sharing some of his music. We post new episodes of GPS every Wednesday. You can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and at our website, BillyGrahamRadio.org. You can follow us on Facebook. Just search for Billy Graham Radio. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Scotty Campbell. Happy New Year's. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Oh, my